Science. Welcome to Welcome. probably. Welcome to probably science. Probably science. Pro- prob- probably science. Welcome. Probably science. Welcome to, probably Welcome to episode fifty of probably science. Oh, We're the half one. century now. This is the biggie. Half a century. Half of a hundred. And man, have we made it far, guys! A year. Well, a year of close. our lives Pretty dedicated close. to this thing. Uh, yeah, real fun. Okay, um, Brooks, let's just pretend for the next hour <laughs> that life isn't horrible. All right. I got <laughs> episode yeah. 50. We got lots to be 50. thankful for. I got, uh, I'll just fill you in, listeners. I got broken up with a few hours ago. That's two breakups in the last few months. Uh, probably sad. Probably <laughs> <50th laughs> sad. There's no probably about it. It's just sad. Uh, so yeah, so let's put that behind us and and move on forward because we got Kyle Kinane. <laughs> Kyle Kinane is back. Hey. All right, our first repeat guest, our first repeat oh, guest, really? and what, what, our most requested repeat guest, I believe. Oh, yeah. we got a lot of our cues for my mom called in, huh? <laughs> uh, Kyle Kinane just had a new uh, album, no, a new special, special. Comedy Central Whiskey Icarus. That's how you say it. <laughs> yep. I know That's it's it. a tricky one. <laughs> Whiskey Icarus. Download it. It's a treat for the senses. Uh, Kyle, yeah, you're back. What have you been up to since the last time you were on Probably Science, besides traveling the seven seas? When Specifically was that? from a science point of view. Like, from what science have you learned? Probably a year ago. <laughs> it was back in January or February. I, think. I looked like a real spaz. I was in, uh, I, was it Omaha or, or Sioux Falls? No, Sioux Falls when the guy jumped out of the, the balloon. Oh, I was just uh, I did I the upset. moon jump. Like I had like they're like you have to leave your room now, and I'm like the guy with his luggage with his laptop open, walking down the hallway, like, just telling straight like, look, this guy's jumping out of the thing. <laughs> He's gonna. Do- you're not watching this. <laughs> and then I finally like, I'm in the lobby watching it, and the woman like buffing the floor. She's like, "What's happening there now?" I was like, "He's jumping from space." She's like, "Oh, that's on the TV over here." So just me and the cleaning lady watch the guy jump <laughs> out of space. I had and, like the lady behind me was like a cute girl by the guy. I'm like, "This guy's jumping out of space." And she's like, whatever, you suck. And so me and his old cleaning lady just watched it. In the I, I had the exact same thing. I was in San Francisco, and they were like, you got to leave your hotel room. And I was like, he's about to jump. I know. It was that, it was that <laughs> exactly. dude. Yeah. They keep counting down. I don't know when this is going to happen. Yeah. How, how can things be happening right Like, There's a guy jumping from space. No one's checking in or cleaning the rooms right now. There's the- in Sioux yeah, Falls, they certainly need were. to be in here so quickly. Yeah, they it. kicked me out early because you're two hours ahead. And then my the place I was staying was awful i was staying with john huck uh, another comedian he showed up before i got there and asked the front lobby can i keep my uh luggage here Mm because the guy who rented this isn't here yet and they go no where are we gonna put it every hotel lets you at least keep no this is how shitty this hotel is they wouldn't allow that and you had to put a quarter in to get ice a quarter for the ice machine Uh, well that's it that's when you gotta get the cheapest place in an expensive city that's That's exactly it was like 150 a fucking night it was nuts and still got like the vibra mattress yeah yeah it's (laughs) never actually seen one of those i've never actually seen i feel like it's been years but (laughs) i've stayed in a few of those probably been in a few places where it once vibrated, but no more. <laughs> it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Yep, yeah. The interest in this went the way of the buffalo. No, Alex- which doesn't make sense anymore because buffalo are fairly prolific these days. So that's an outdated re- that, went, that went the way of the phrase, the way of the buffalo is the way that went. Uh, that hotel it had a sign outside that said, uh, uh, free jacuzzi. And I went in, I go, where's the jacuzzi? And the cleaning lady just goes, uh, no jacuzzi. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe that was like a political guy, like like Tommy Jacuzzi right. was accused of murder. Yeah. He didn't do it. <laughs> they just don't know what jacuzzi means. Yeah, I was like, it's they on think the it sign. means towels in Italian. Yeah. <laughs> no, not jacuzzi. Not jacuzzi. I like the place like the bathroom door only opens forty five degrees till it hits the sink. This used to be a broom closet. Um I can't remember which shitty Canadian town I was in, but my name um, one. But it was a. Uh, but my room had a jacuzzi. It, like I got a suite with a jacuzzi. It was and a fireplace. Oh, uh, that's and no one to share it with. But it was just sometimes but, you but don't I, need somebody. Sometimes, sometimes you just go. It's just me and the fire and. Yep. You pretend you're taking a break from so many women. But yeah, just go. <laughs> oh, God. Tonight's the night for oh, me. Finally, just I... finally, just lying back in the jacuzzi in my lounge. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. It was like the business, like, there was like a business center desk for like the <laughs> office chair. And just next to it was the jacuzzi. That, <laughs> it was in Megan's at a place like that. Use. Where, yeah, just like it was in the room. It wasn't in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. The jacuzzi like, was in the room. What? And as soon as I checked in, I'm like, I'm eating room service in that jacuzzi. <laughs> and that's what I did. Like, I had the robe on, meatball sandwich came, and like, boom, plopped right in, <laughs> eating a meatball sandwich in the jacuzzi. When do you get that opportunity? At least at least you did that rather than just like getting in the jacuzzi already, leaving the door ajar. <laughs> just the guy not, come on in. <laughs> no, like, there's this a. This is your Tip. Get, get an eyeful. <laughs> there is a big difference between eating a sandwich in the bathroom in a tub and eating it in in your room in a tub. That makes sense. Yeah. One no, of them is like no. King, there's not a is, big difference. One of them is a kingly <laughs> level of opulence, and it's awesome. The other one is just suicidal depression. <laughs> yeah. When, when we moved, we moved to a new house when I was in seventh grade. They had the little jets in a yeah, tub yeah, for the yeah. first time, and I was like, I'll take a bubble bath in this thing. <laughs> oh, don't do that. It was just <laughs> so much. It was just like, mom, it's coming everywhere. <laughs> like I closed. It was like the sliding doors and like the bubbles were like going to the ceiling. And you I, 80s movie, your bathroom. Yeah, very much so. Started playing house music, just like, made it a phone party. Your parents are like, we will just never go in that room again. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like it's a one bathroom now. <laughs> I just, yeah, anytime I see phone parties, I'm like, how much sexual assault just had? Like, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you want to be able to grope somebody and not get blamed for it in a court of law? Phone uh, party. It's just oh, like the Batmobile also- smoke signal <laughs> or smoke also- screen. Yeah. yeah. Psh, blue. Yeah, those pools as well. They just like we did. Um, uh, oh god, what Cypress town was it? It was a uh, some party town that I ended up doing a show in, and it was just like in Cypress. I couldn't answer anything. Ionapa, Cypress town. <laughs> well, we throw a few guesses out first. It's, 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 Cypressville. It's Ionapa, which is just oh, all about like Cypress Hill. It's all about eighteen-year-old kids, just eighteen-year-old kids wearing sh- like the guys are wearing shorts and nothing else, and the women are wearing like a mini skirt and nothing else. It's just like one of those little that sounds great, terrible music. Sounds and the, pretty cool. And yeah. one of these clubs had had like this pool in it that people were jumping in and out and just. Go- that's just, that's a the filthiest pool. That is a primordial <laughs> swap. That that new life has been created disease. in that pool. <laughs> There's every chance that organisms oh. that are yet to be discovered by science have bred in that. This is where different diseases meet each other and say we should team up. <laughs> <laughs> that is the closing scene. I just watched Contagion last yes, week. Have you yeah. seen Contagion? Yeah, that's day one when the bats get <laughs> shucked from their trees and go shit over the pigs, which then get butchered. It's like yeah, it all happened in that pool. Yeah. You know, it is just like the Rube Goldberg machine of <laughs> yeah. just outbreak. Remember, uh, <laughs> like in this, in the, the, the windmill gang. turns and blows a s- <laughs> sail radio control car across the room. Remember, Wednesday is bats and pigs night. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you talk about groping? When I would, when I was little, I'd put on little goggles uh, and think 
and then like in uh, pools and then I would just look at girls butts underwater like thinking like no one knows what I'm doing but then <laughs> it's like four feet of water there just see a little kid a few feet from them just, just staring at them. just, just staring. treading water <laughs> yes, looking exactly. at a girl's yeah, ass yeah, it's all it's it like, was like I think this little kid's creeping on me, but I don't know. <laughs> Whenever we'd be at, at places growing up for holidays that had uh, any any poolside activities, yeah, girls that are laying out, lying on their stomachs with the back of the bikini untied, yeah. for just like praying that somehow they'll forget and just sit up, uh, or like some water. Somebody that's needs to, on them yeah, somebody like, needs to scare them. <laughs> yeah, and they get up just As like they're not yeah. hyper aware of the fact that they, that's that's uh, all you're thinking about if you're a woman lying. No, that, with your top or on, before sure. you even know what boners are, and you're just a kid at a pool, you and you're like, "Is yours see- doing this too?" <laughs> <laughs> like walking around with like your little boner at the public pool and just seeing parents going like, I can't believe they have, haven't taught him to be ashamed of that yet. And you're like, guys, look at this thing. Oh, what is man. it doing? Is yours doing? I love that. That's funny. Uh, when I was little, I used to get a boner. I would go outside and pee. That way I didn't have to bend it down. I loved it. <laughs> you just let it happen? Yeah, I just go pee out in the woods. Oh, uh, I got my mom like the one morning where like the big, like the bathroom mirror that's just the whole wall. Right. And it was like the morning boner that you had to point down and you just, that you like, it slips out of your hands. It just oh. piss. And like my mom waking up, seeing me standing on the toilet, like cleaning the whole mirror. She's like, what happened? I'm like, leave me alone. My body's changing. I'm a boy. You don't get it, mom. Oh, all right. I, I, um, I still use the shower for that. That's why it's there. Yeah. In the pinch. That's perfectly reasonable. Oh, that's absolutely <laughs> you know, reasonable. I'm not going to bend this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all you right. Pee, wait, you pee in your shower without taking a shower? Wait, yeah. What? No, I mean, are you saying really that, that in the morning stand out? <laughs> you literally stand out, slide it, and piss into it. That pause yeah, is that what shorter. you mean? You, you're, while you're not showering, if you just have a boner, you'll just pee into just the pee shower. In the I'm not toilet. saying often, but if it's like I don't want to. Wait, you really that. will? You're not showering? You just pee you into the shower? I'll run some, you can't I'll run flush some water a shower. and then. Oh, that's that's weird, dude. That's not weird. Yeah, I was like, I pee, Andy's peeing in the Andy pees in the pool. Everybody pees in the pool. He's not swimming. No. I have my own shower. I have empty. my own bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's my own bathroom. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's gonna stay that way now. I'm not gonna yes. go <laughs> use it. Uh, all right, let's get to a little. We have a do thing since you've been here last, Kyle. Okay. We have a science questionnaire where we just ask you questions and you give us your opinions or your favorites on science-related subjects. All right. Uh, here we go. Kyle Kinane, probably science quiz. Your favorite scientist. Go. Oh, man. Let's say, uh, let's say um, Louis Pest. Oh, yeah. surprisingly, that's not the first person. To, you're not the first to have chosen that. Listen, what, I got Einstein and I got the guy that invented pasteurization. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, the other weird fact is like Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. That's not a f- science. You know, that is that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing else. <laughs> I like it. Okay. I'm trying to think why well, I can't just say like the guy who invented this or the guy who did Oh, no, go for it. Yeah, Pasteur's fine. Okay, no, Pasteur's no, that's like good. No, that's a lot of stuff. Here. He did a, He did good for the world. He did a number of things. All right. Least favorite scientist. Oh, shit. Now you got to do Einstein because he's the only other. Eli Whitney, <laughs> inventor of the cotton gin. Damn cotton gin. You know what kind of turmoil people went through once they figured out. They you know could- he invented the cotton gin, thinking that it would uh, help slavery, like help like stop it. He'd like now we don't need so many slaves oh, really? to pick the seeds out of cotton. Where in reality, now it went get as many slaves as we can get because that was the one bottleneck was picking the oh. uh, seeds out of the cotton. So, so suddenly, like, after, I've done a terrible no, thing. I feel exactly so what bad happened. for Eli Whitney. <laughs> no, that's exactly what happened. Then slavery blew up 
after that. Like they can make way bigger plantations because that's what was. <laughs> people like in Hollywood like that. Man, slavery is exploding. We need to get on the slavery. Yeah, Eli Whitney. Oh, that's such a sad story. Yeah, real, real bum, real bumsville. Uh, I don't even know what a cotton gin does. I just it realized. gets all the it gets all the seeds out of cotton. Like when you pick it, it's not just you don't. That's not what you put in your ear. Mm-hmm. That's all it does. It just gets seeds out. Yeah, I mean it. It's like a little thrasher. It just has these little like uh, claws that you just spin them around and around. It like just gets rid of all the riffraff in there. Uh, okay, Getting favorite. Rid of the riffraff. Yeah, I got to get rid of that riffraff. Favorite element. Oh man. I like uh, potassium just because K would throw everybody oh, off. Oh, it's a confusing mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good little fun one. Is a good, like, what do you think it's going to be? That's K, so go screw yourself. If you got to. <laughs> got a real attitude. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. potassium. has got an attitude. Uh, it's probably Latin. Um, <laughs> if you could name an element, what's its name going to be? Well, Calcanane somehow creates in a drunken stupor, brand new element. Oh. What's it called? Uh, well, radium's already won, right? Yeah, yeah, there is already. But I would pronounce it radium. Oh, <laughs> like just put a little dash there in the middle. Radium, radium. Okay, would there be like, like a little the, guitar lick whenever someone most, would yeah. say it? Be like, radium. <laughs> What's yeah? What contains radium? Um, Sweet radium. Nothing. Nothing can contain <laughs> radium. <laughs> that would be like the <laughs> the the coveted in some eighties skateboarding movie. That would be yeah. like the element that they're searching for. Right. Like oh, the bad did, guys are trying to keep. Did you away just watch from... that documentary? They're looking for animal chin. Yeah. Is that why? What? That was like okay. And then it just animal turns out like it turns out like your super guitar player is the only thing yeah. that can tame this element. Yeah. <laughs> you need to play harder. You need to, a... We need to rock out, guys, or the earth's going to explode. I, I was just playing guitar, then I got struck by lightning and created this radium. It's this new element. Oh, it's only in my hands. Yeah. Wasn't that the end of Young Einstein? I'm just trying to like the probably en- the yeah. end of Young Einstein. I seem to remember just it involved him having to like the the. Reactor was about to explode. There was too much energy, and the only way he could sort of deal with the energy was to plug his amp into it and just, and just rock out. God. Zach Zach Wild is made one hundred percent from radium. Yeah, yeah. Zach yeah. Wild was composed from radium. Wait, but speaking of young Einstein, what? Remember when that was going to be a thing? Yahoo Sirius was going to be like they, they were. He was poised to be the next. Uh, what was his? What else did he do? I think that's that it. was that, that was that was it. the beginning and the end of Yahoo Sirius. Yahoo Sirius. Well, well, the, the two films he made were Young Einstein and the independent homemade version of Young Einstein that he made first before Who he got this? more money. Oh, Yahoo Serious. Yeah. Austra- Pride of Australia, Yahoo Serious. This is oh, before your that. time. Yeah, I don't know what you're <laughs> That's about. back when they were making young versions of any going concern. Like there was a young Sherlock Holmes movie. I was pretty into baby Looney Tunes. Like it was Looney Tunes, but they were yeah. baby versions. I like that a lot. Wasn't that called so, uh, Muppet Babies? Muppet Babies. There was, uh, no, there, there was like a little, there was no, little, it, yeah, a little bugs and a little test. Rebranding themselves. Yeah, little baby yeah. versions. Yeah. So you know the adults. What about the. Listen, g- we make cartoons, but we need to appeal yep. to a younger market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Young Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> young Benji Franklin. <laughs> that dude still fucked a lot of girls. <laughs> still going at it in France. Uh, all right, favorite Australian animal, Kyle. All right, there's a bird. It's supposed to be super dangerous. Yeah. It's got talons. I don't know what it's called. Lives in the jungle. What? Look up most dangerous bird. All right. Uh, and you will find. <laughs> here we go. Most dangerous bird. I'm looking it up. Slash Australia. It's uh, just going to be some, it's going to be some uh, Bond villainess. <laughs> you're just, She's the most you're dangerous just, bird. You're just hooked on calling ladies birds <laughs> yeah, for this yeah. bit. Cassowary. 
Is it in Australia? The cassowary? Does it have like a weird helmet head? I don't know. Uh, I was just told about here it. Here we go. It exists in the land of lore. Uh, uh, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, the cassowaries are the world's most dangerous birds, capable of dealing fatal blows. They are very unpredictable, aggressive creatures, especially if wounded or cor- cornered. Sounds like most of my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> oh, goodness. The cassowary lives in the rainforests of Australia and New Guinea and are actually pretty shy animals if undisturbed. But if you get close and it thinks you're a threat, you could receive a bone-breaking kick or get sliced by its dagger-sharp claws. During World War II, soldiers stationed in New Guinea were warned to stay away from these birds. But some of them still became victims. Man, that Whoa. would suck. I've See? seen so, I've seen a live cassowary in the in the jungle in the rainforest near uh, Port Douglas in Australia. Yeah, and it, but you know, they're at a distance, you're like, oh, that's kind of cute. But then the guy's like, yeah. Don't. They don't. That, don't, don't, don't it kills you. It's a bird that kills you. But everything in Australia kills you as well. That's the other thing you need to realize. Like, there's not a single creature in Australia that isn't deadly. <laughs> yeah, that's why they made Australia. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to corner something let's, in the outback. It's let's a lot not of forget open it. space. It that's is still a prison. Like Australia is still a prison. They've done it up nicely, but it was it was created and built like the, the land was put there to be a prison. Yep. Prison for sweet sounds. Wolf Mother ACDC. Hello. Uh, <laughs> all right, favorite Tame Impala. Tame Impala. Everybody's going bananas for Tame Impala. Oh my god! Listen, I'm kind of on board. Is that I'm not crazy. About you should have seen him live. It was it was one of the oh, best. Live what shows everybody I've ever keeps seen. saying. Speaking of seeing him live, I saw <laughs> Bruce Springsteen on Tuesday. He crowd surfed over me. I've touched the hand of Jesus. You touched Springsteen? Yeah, yeah. He crowd surfed what? over me. Just fall off the stage. You waited 50 minutes of the podcast to drop this on us? <laughs> yeah, it was the best show I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. That's awesome. He played for three hours and 50 minutes. It was uh, he, he like was there, was there an opening act or did he just go out? No, and just it's just coffee? Springsteen for four hours. Max Weinberg, Tom Morello came out. Oh, yeah. uh, Mike Ness came out from Social Distortion. Oh, yeah. for the song. Where was this? Where did you see him at? Uh, Anaheim Honda Center. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was really great. And like we had these, I went with this uh, other girl who ha- works for Enemy, so we had like front pit passes. But I was like, I don't want to fight and get up front, so we're leaning against the back thing. And then that turned out to be the catwalk he goes out on. <laughs> so then he like walked out on that and then crowd surfed over us and I shook a little bit, Instagrammed it. Uh, Damn. A lot of likes, tell you that much. Hit the wow. ceiling with the amount. Realized how many likes I can possibly get at this number. Because if you see that photo, I don't, I don't think you got the likes. Well, I think Bruce Springsteen got the likes. Got. Brooks got the likes. Can I pitch this right <laughs> Can I pitch a show called Undercover Boss where it's just Bruce Springsteen and a fake mustache <laughs> <laughs> hanging out places? <laughs> There's Are a, you Bruce Springsteen? What are you talking about, man? I, he doesn't have a mustache like just, mine. <laughs> you know, Bruce Springsteen have a mustache? <laughs> oh, man. That is if I really see this show point. up, I'm suing somebody. Oh, yeah, just I'm like not. at the end of the week, he just like, look, there's something you have to know. You're Bruce Springsteen. No, 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 wait. No, no, no. no there's something right. I need to tell you all the time. You're, you're Bruce Springsteen. No, 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 no. And he's trying to like sneak out his yeah. roadies who know it's him. <laughs> no, yeah, the whole oh, t- man, being a roadie is pretty tough. Bruce, what are you doing, man? <laughs> You've been working with him for 25 yeah. years. So what's, what's this uh, Bruce Springsteen guy like? I've just started working for the team. <laughs> you got any stories? It's Bruce Springsteen. Is Springsteen, uh, is it? I don't want to say it wrong and get fired the first day. Uh, how's my bandana? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Bruce Springsteen with a mustache, and all I'm picturing is just like real life Mario. It's just like Mario. Brothers. I see him just being Uncle Pecos from the Tom and Jerry cartoon, uh, and just singing Crambone. 
There was a point in the show where he, he goes, everybody think of some loved one. I think of Clarence or whatever. Uh, his old saxophone. He's like, everybody be real quiet. Let's have a moment of silence. Quiet. Everybody, please be real quiet. And it got really quiet. And I, I had this thought in my head, but I didn't do it. I wanted to shout, you're not the boss of me. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to just really shout that. Oh, oh, how many the, people would have had to have just given it to you? I think everybody. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to be pissed, it but got man, really that's perfect. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine if he then just like Springsteen just puts down his guitar and walks off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he beats the fuck out of me. <laughs> he Axel Roses off the stage. It <laughs> just kicks you. Oh, I would love it. I'd, the whole time I'd be like, "Are you guys getting pictures of this Instagram? I'm gonna get so many likes. Dude, the hearts are gonna pour in when we're, where he kicks me in the stomach. Tragedy and triumph collided last week when local comedian was killed, but he got ten thousand likes on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, my my final words. Graham everything <laughs> uh, Alright uh, Undercover Boss is the Undercover greatest thing that's great. come out of this podcast I'm gonna that. I, I got to see uh, the Florida Republicans convention You got to see what? <laughs> I, was, I was doing Tallahassee, Florida State University And I was staying in the same hotel as the Republicans convention Excellent uh, Florida, Florida oh, yeah. Republicans Sheriff's Association was there The Teenage Republicans oh. uh, were there and, Teenage um, Republicans should just be a band that shouldn't be anything else. I, uh, <laughs> that shouldn't be real. It's just my dad is rich and I haven't learned things yet. <laughs> I've already closed-minded at this young age. Hey, I want to I hang out with log cabin Republicans, teen Republicans, black Republicans. All of them just like have one big group meeting. Just like why, why do you? Know? I didn't know log cabin Republicans were gay Republicans for the longest time. Really? Like, so those, those must be the real backwoods type. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like the real tough. Guy. Like I pictured like showing up like knit caps and like axes over their shoulders. <laughs> I thought, yeah. Well, all right, you pussies in your suits, but we're here to talk about the real issues. They're like, no, those are the gay ones. I'm like, I still picture the same thing in my head. <laughs> I guess I do. With the same words. Exactly the same words. It's the same ones. Yeah. They're just the bear Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. They're still wearing a cloth cap, but it's ironic. I'm going to suck a half a dozen dicks, but once we're done, I don't want to marry these <laughs> Now, if, if you let me marry one of them, I might look at a dog a little different. You gather up your duffel bag. You get out of here. I live alone in the woods. <laughs> uh, Kyle and I karaoke'd a little Rod Stewart, a little teamed up on that. We and did. I, was, I thought I was singing it a lot better than I I, I was giving credit for. You weren't giving good credit for that? I mean, I was doing the I, licks on the guitar like beady boo You were doing the licks? I've yeah. always wanted to go to karaoke and just sing the guitar solos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like people yelling at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I did. We did. This guy sucks. Then I followed up with a sweet ball with the ball that no one was on board with. No, no. Your ironic white trash thing is not getting any takers. People did not People, I thought, Kid I Rock's Kid coming Rock, back. Yeah. No, he's not. People do seem to like him for some reason. Because he's a fucking man. Who? I think it's probably because of his support for Romney. People that decorate yeah. their house like spring break like <laughs> You know what? <laughs> that his career is still going strong. That's where I'll find love on that Kid Rock's chilling the most cruise that me and Mike Burns are gonna go of course on. You're, you're gonna, gonna do that? that? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. It's gonna but be great. I think that's one of the ones Graham Elwood is performing on. Isn't he? Maybe? I doubt it. Uh, there's he's because doing, he's it's doing Kid a Rock, couple different and then it's Uncle Cracker, and then it's whoever else is in that port who has a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of bands now that are doing this. By port, after, I thought you meant genre. After, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I don't know who was the first to do it, but I know right. that like that Graham and Doug Benson did a lot of shows. They did shows for. Um, the 311 Cruise and Kiss. Oh, you're right. Uh, he had, um, who was the comedian on it last year was uh, uh, um, uh, Carlos Mencia. 
No shit, really? Yeah, you know. For the Kid Rock crew? For, yeah, of course Kid Perfect. Rock and Carlos Mencia I was, I was supposed to do the uh, Bare Naked Ladies cruise. What? Which I can't imagine they have a very big boat these days. No, it's got to be. Well, know, you know what? It's, I think it, it, they, 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 be I saw It's them a canoe. Half the band can't even afford to take off work. To go <laughs> I saw them with a Hammersmith Apollo about two years ago, and they had it packed out. Yeah, they got a well, fervent fan base. They'll, no, they'll fill a cruise ship, really? no problem. Oh, yeah. Canadians, no. Canadians go. That's, that's, Canada's, uh, that's Canada's Beatles. That's yeah. Oh, okay. no, that's well, the I, hip. I think that's the tragically oh, hip. Okay. Canada's yeah. This is Canada's uh, cheap Ma- trick. Canada's yeah. Dave this Matthews. This is Canada's fan. cheap trick, or Canada's Dave Matthews. <laughs> so why did you didn't do it? No, I had some conflict. I was gonna do it. I mean, figure like it was like the, they, pay, they, the pay, they, pay was decent. They tour like, with comics as well all the time. They started with comics. Yeah, like they 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 started with uh, corking the juice pigs. Oh yeah, uh, which is uh, Sean Cullen uh, and Phil Nichols' yeah, yeah, yeah. band. They used to. They were kids, and they used to send demo tapes to the Juice Pigs, going, "Can you, can you listen to this?" And they eventually did, and they went, "Ah, oh, these kids are kind of cool." And they took them on tour. That's awesome. I have nothing entirely against bare naked ladies. You yeah, know? I mean, have, have you opened for bands? Oh yeah, yeah I play with bands. No, I mean not big bands that right people know. I I remember opening for this band Vetiver, which I know is some hipster band. I I dated a girl who was from grew up with those guys and toured with them. Where are they from? They're from Grass Valley. It's outside of uh, Tahoe. Okay. There is a whole scene. That's where like Devendra Banhart and Joanna Newsom. Like a big like hippie, like it was this big yeah. ensemble band. I think that's like, where he- Hella came from, maybe. I don't know I don't most know. of those bands. But it was funny because they spent, the opening bands played, and then there was just this 45-minute lull of them setting up. Because it was like, the, you know, bands, like just every little thing and pedals and instrument and all this shit. And then like you could tell like, all right, they're done setting up. So the announcer were like, all right, guys. And- as the comics were like, oh, you can't be serious. No. Like, so everybody came back inside. And Rick was like, no, there's some comedy. Like, oh, you just hear everybody going, fuck no. this. You, you'd have comedian. almost, you'd have rather doing, you'd have rather yeah. done your set while they're setting up behind you, even if it makes yeah, noise. Yeah, like it would have made, like, but no, I got to get up there and then everybody's, I'm going to step on their glitter pedal or whatever the hell is shit. Like, it's, like, it's a minefield of effects pedals. I opened for um, Andrew Bird at... Uh, at uh, uh, Largo, shit, yes, and it was one of that was the same thing where he's one guy and he had it looked the like entire stage, yeah, it looked like Doc Brown's laboratory, <laughs> <laughs> just things on stage. Like, is that an instrument? Or and they can't start the show blood? until they get the one point twenty one jiggle. It's almost to that point. <laughs> Wait, and, there's going to be lightning tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this flyer from nineteen fifty five. Like, as you as the opening act, it's your duty to kind of like. Get on the cable and just <laughs> yeah, connect yeah. the two ends of the cord. You know when, like that's that, that, the that, that first show. You're this is like the, the shows where you're like, I think everyone, literally everyone, would be happier if we didn't have comedy. It's, Let's not yeah. do it. I'm okay as the comedian if not going on right now. I've been more surprised uh, for the best with a lot of shows, especially I've been doing a lot of punk shows and everything because that's the music I listen to. But I'm like, yeah. I know me. I would throw a bottle at me <laughs> if I got on stage before a band I wanted to see. But everybody's been super nice. Like all these festivals have been really nice, but I think because the music's already loud and screaming that it's a nice little break to have somebody just talk to you for like twenty minutes before a band instead yeah. of like yeah. screaming and yelling at you. I'm, but when it's these like Andrew Bird it's peaceful and I'm up there like ah, tacos are crazy, eat them all the time. <laughs> this man is a child. See, I've, I've done quite I've I've done quite a lot of gigs in the UK at music festivals. Yeah. Where they have a separate comedy stage or comedy tent. And that's but that's kinda of different. Like yeah, that, where people are there for the people the specifically kinda of go, okay, they again they want a little bit of a respite from 
watching the music and or it might be raining and they just want to sit indoors for a bit and just listen to someone talk or just yeah. chill out. That's kind of fine. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. We did that at Bonnaroo this year, and it yeah. was fun because it had its own air-conditioned tent, and we did uh, Doug Doug interrupts a move. Doug does something to something else. Doug whatever his, Yeah, whatever <laughs> Doug's doing to something or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were supposed to watch Crank 2. High which, voltage? Yeah, like, like a fun action movie, but it, it wasn't working. The DVD, so they got the new <laughs> Rambo. Oh. Which it, nobody saw it, and it's incredibly violent, but not, not campy, <laughs> like so horrifying, <laughs> like child murder and that's rape. They, that's how so, they introduced the bad it, guys. They have it, them smoke cigarettes and kill children. It, it was. It was oh. just. It was just horrible. But so it's already bad. Like there's nothing weak. This is just a rape scene. <laughs> yeah. There's no joke anybody wants to make. Then there's just a tent full of people, some of whom just heard there was air conditioning. They figured that would be good for their acid trip. So there and there, you see people like, what's going on? Like People lose their shit because there's just violence why, on the screen. Why are four comedians forcing us to watch yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, good. Air conditioning and water. This is all I need because I'm starting to freak out. Is that guy fucking that baby? Oh, oh I got to get out of here, man. That, that, that show ruined more minds. <laughs> Then Radiohead's two hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> the only time uh, I've seen the comedy before music work well was when uh, Neil Hamburger opened for Pinback in Portland in about 2004. So he wasn't huge. Like if you didn't know comedy, mm-hmm. if you weren't really in, you wouldn't know who Neil Hamburger was. Well, that's still the case to a large extent. But I mean, still, when yeah. you see him perform now, if you see Neil Hamburger for his audience, it's not as fun because they're in on it. But if you see him in front of people that don't want him to be on stage, yeah. oh, it's the best. Oh, I had- he had so many false stops to his set. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's about that time now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Pinback's equipment. I still have 30 minutes left. Like, <laughs> just keep faking him out. Like, keep going. People hated him. I have I shot some stuff with like the shitty camera I had back then because it was so great to see the audience genuinely be uh, angry that he was making uh, them. I, that, uh, go ahead. No, go I ahead. saw him in uh, in Vancouver. Uh, I was hosting the show, and it was uh, it was Tom Green's crowd, and oh, yeah. he and you know Tom works with him a lot, so he had he had fans in the room. So about half the room knew who he was. Half of the room really didn't. I've never seen anything like that. He simultaneously got heckled off and encored. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was magnificent. Like half the girl, like he sort of for about twenty minutes it was like, boo boo, <laughs> yeah! and, and then eventually he said goodnight. And those people got up to go to the bar immediately. And about half the room was just like, more, more. <laughs> it's <laughs> turned into a an- sporting event yeah. for one performer. And he did like another, he did another 10. <laughs> it was great. great. Then the first time I saw Harmar Superstar before anybody knew that it was just, like he was just a side character to this band. Shana yeah. And uh, it was with like Hot Water Music and Alkaline Trio at the Empty Bottle in Chicago. So it was like all, and it was before that was kind of like Alkaline Trio was like teenage girls and stuff. Now. Yeah. So it's like all oh, like you know this is gonna be punk rock guys and all this, and so he went on a Shanana. Alkaline Trio played, and then it was Harmar Superstar. He didn't have the mustache, didn't like it. It was just him in like tights yeah. and a cape singing R and B songs, <laughs> and it was the same thing. Just have people going, "What the fuck is this?" And the other people didn't know what it was, but were like. 
This is pretty funny, right? It's pretty like, awesome. It's yeah. okay to laugh at this, right? This isn't real. <laughs> so like, yeah. he knows, like he knows I think doing, we're right? seeing something awesome right now. <laughs> and there's still like the holdouts like, no, we're at a rock and roll show. This is making fun, <laughs> this is making fun of my beliefs. If and this everybody is, else is like, fuck your beliefs. We're looking at, if this isn't intentional, I'm going to hell for laughing at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might be slow. <laughs> All right. Kyle, favorite constellation. Oh, man. Orion's belt. I'm always D- proud when I can find that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Fine. I only uh, know the three. Best experiment you did in school? Like, did you have an experiment that uh, you remember more than any other one? I tried to come Say up with goodbye the- and I choke. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was probably Macy totally Gray. not needed. Where no. That was weird. Like the actual ah. Macy Gray came in for a second, and just like, <laughs> sang one line of one of her songs, nothing else. Trying to walk away and I stumble. Oh, she- <laughs> What's that, she refer- what What's that she- in reference to? It's a, you Macy, a Macy Gray, Gray song. <laughs> Yeah, but why did you, you sing just, it? Why did, I yeah. try, and then you pause for too long, and I... <laughs> yeah, you just... Oh. Ru- Kyle no, is just to regale us with the story. There's literally only no, way I those just, dots could have been connected in Andy's brain. <laughs> I didn't know, yeah, I didn't see the this connection. not a good episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> episode 49 and a half. We'll, we'll figure out a Yeah, this is a B-side. Uh, all right, experiment. You tried something. I tried to do the physics of, like, riding on a half pipe, and I'm like, man, man, I'm going to incorporate how awesome I am riding... <laughs> Ride a BMX bike and a half pipe and go over the physics. I understood nothing about physics and I sucked. Right, so it, just, it was just like a videotape of me falling down on a ramp, and then like, but explain thing. I'm like, I got the science part right. And the teacher's like, Yeah, none of that was correct. So I just, it, it was, I was real bad at that. That sounds like a pretty good experiment. Uh, all right, largest explosion you've ever been a part of? Oh man. I don't know. Shit. Did you guys already answer these? Yeah, we've done these. these are each com- each person, each guest gets asked these. Well, that's not fair. I can't even think of what, what, what's what, what exploded do you mean? in like, my life. Fireworks? Nearby, but it's not it's, something that I've ever like had to think about yeah, but you were, on the spot. Yeah, but I mean, you're not just like, uh, you know, you didn't blow up too many fireworks one time. You didn't get your hands on an M80. That you oh, have had? Yeah, we did all that stuff. I mean, I saw like a like a, a diner kind of blow up. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> big a pretty, explosion. Enough. I think a diner is enough. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, but it was one of those things. It was like already on fire, and then <laughs> <laughs> what? It doesn't count. Like so it was burning, and you watch, and then something inside blows up more. Where was like, the diner? Down the street from my house. Oh, nice. So well, I, I, I saw it, and it blew up. I'd say that's a big that's, explosion. You've been a part. That counts. Of. That's science. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that counts. All right. Do we have any but science? Fireworks. Yeah, I would like fireworks, man. Oh yeah, I love fireworks. Every we talk about all the time how everybody had one friend who was like. A little too into fireworks. My my friend, it was always like his downstate cousins would like come up with just the trunk would open up. And it, <laughs> it was like when you saw like the trunk full of cigarettes and good filling like the trunk. You're like, just like, just here's bags for everybody. Yeah. And so like, oh, you get in trouble for it. Like you're announcing your your illegal behavior with yeah. fireworks. It's all it is. Something you can't do explodes in the sky over your exact location. <laughs> like it's so counterintuitive. Just be quiet about them. Kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got any of those uh, fireworks that look, just look like an arrow pointing down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we do some kind of some you know? And the, like your parents, like you can get the little tanks that have the little ashes. Oh, yeah. Like ugh. I I almost was when I remember my dad bought one of those tanks that would like this back in the day when when dads were like young too they're like 
I'm going to blow some shit up before the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You kids can never do this. But me and my drunk friends. Yeah, and yeah. I just remember it was one of those tanks, and it rolled right underneath. We had like a blue Honda Civic. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you just saw him, like, he was kind of like lighting other stuff, and you saw the thing roll under the, because the ultimate goal that it would blow up, rolled under the car, and you see him go, everybody get in the house! <laughs> <laughs> and that was awesome. We're like, that's going to blow up the car! This is the best part of the Yeah, I like when you, you have that young dad who's like a dad and is like, oh, I'm not going to get in trouble for you yeah, know, yeah. drinking and lighting up fireworks. I'm a dad now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't do this in front of my kids. Is, is a cop going to shut down what I'm doing in my front yard? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I'm I trying think, to raise my kids right yeah. and show them what 4th of July is all about. And you realize now with hindsight, like that guy is younger than we are right. now. Oh, oh yeah. By, by, by exactly six years in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. His birthday two days ago by two weeks. But, As a kid, though, it is terrifying those moments when you get a glimpse of the fact that like oh wait these people aren't constantly in control of everything like I'm, I'm at the mercy yeah. of oh, yeah, random chance oh you had no idea <laughs> yeah. what you were doing and we had a fireworks night with uh do you have did you get Catherine wheels over here as well is that a i've heard of the band okay so the fire, what they basically are you, a... you nail them to either a post or a tree and it's like oh, okay. it's got a pivot in the middle and you light it it's basically like a ro- like a couple of rockets attached yeah. to a pivot and it spins around a pinwheel yeah. Is that what you guys call yeah. them? No, pinwheels, pinwheels with wind is just a wind operator. They, no, uh, I know what a pinwheel. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seeing one of the, seeing one of those was more than once. Generally, at least once a party, once a year. That one of those would detach from the tree. Then you got this thing that's just like scooting round the garden, <laughs> <laughs> firework wheel that's barreling randomly into but the crowd. Also, even if it's not detaching, it's you're you're having to nail it into something which is presumably wood and therefore by definition flammable. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> like whatever you're nailing it that's into. That's a shitty tree if it lights yeah. up that quick. <laughs> that's true. Those trees shouldn't be around. That's a weak. That's a weak species. I had this. Like, I had this culling the herd of trees. Yeah. I had this friend who had like a. 20 ounce bottle of Mountain Dew he just had like broken black cats and stuff just filled it completely with the black cat powder <laughs> and I don't know what happened with it but I was always like what are you going to do with that he's like oh no blow it up someday <laughs> blow it up it's someday like, it's like until a then ch- I'll just have it sitting no, by no. my bed he loves he loves showing it to people <laughs> check out how much black cat powder I got in this thing it's going to blow up fucking huge but so, I don't anyone know want a cigarette ever, yeah <laughs> It's like a felon's hope chest, you know? Yeah. It's like someday. Yeah, I was like, let's go blow it up. He's like, it's not the right time. Uh, all right, here. I got the first science story. This is a pretty cool one. It's not really a science story. It's, well, it is. It's just uh, catfish have started eating pigeons. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, awesome. in France. These catfish go up, like, right up along the banks of the stream where pigeons are, jump out of the water, and eat the eat birds. Like... Fish are eating birds now. It's what? fucking cool as shit. That is awesome. It's in this town it's in southern France called uh, Tarn, and these catfish were introduced there in 1983 and have just taken over. Like, they are the only- they, Does it say why they were introduced? Or is it- it's in, you said it's in France? Yeah, it's and in so you France. know the new delicacy is catfish stuff with pigeons. Right, yeah. <laughs> Organic pigeon stuffed catfish. They'll start, like, about it's catfish. France, they'll start doing something cruel. They'll just like, have the catfish in a tiny tank in a clamp and they'll just shove pigeons down his throat until the liver. Now they're just nailing, nailing pigeons' feet to the thing <laughs> yeah. just to see that, see it happen. It's a tourist attraction. Uh, yeah, it's really fucking crazy. Uh, what, are you, what are you calling it? Patfish or catfidgen? Catfidgen. Catfidgen. Yeah, catfidgen. What are you kids doing? Are you catfidgen over there? 
Yeah, I like. Uh, do you know the? You know what if? A, and then the fish jumps out and can't get back in the water. That happens. And a then lot, an animal it? comes by, oh. and a kind of random mammal comes by and completes this weird turducken. It's like it's literally the little old woman who uh, swallowed a fly, or oh. whatever. Whoa! Watching some right. video of that thing. This is great right. for radio. Well, it's impressive. It's just catfish jumping out of water and eating pigeons. It's fucking cool. I like it. I like which. Well, oh, the first catfish. Guys, fuck this. I'm eating one of those things. <laughs> They're so close. There's no way, man. There's no way. <laughs> just you watch. Oh, my God. Rick did it. Rick, that, that, that's what happened that is night. It, is, yeah, it catfish, is it catfish that they, they catch in the South by like, letting them bite their hands? Is oh, that what yeah. Noodling. Yeah. Noodling. Yeah. Noodling. They, they basically just like trick the catfish into trying to eat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. My hand looks like food, doesn't it? Yeah. Those guys are fucking bananas. Um <laughs> That's cool pretty, guys. I'm scared I'm of snakes, board. man. And like that's a thing that exists down there. I ain't getting in that water, sticking my hand down stuff. Snakes right. in there. Underwater snakes. Some of the water snakes are usually on top of the water. Aren't they? No, they are, but I don't care. Yeah. Water uh, snakes were always creepy, like because that's when the fur. Like, oh, you're not supposed to be yeah. able to do that. It's what, you, don't have, you don't have anything to keep rules. you afloat. You're swimming. Uh, yeah. yeah, real ridiculous. Not a fan. Uh, guys, I got a story for you. Uh, Kyle, are you a fan of amusement parks? I enjoy them, yeah. How would you feel if you were able to ride a roller coaster to work every day? How would that make you feel? Is that just, are they just Uh, calling subways roller coasters? (laughs) In a way that you try and trick a kid? This is like a ride. I can't wait to go back to work. I ride on a roller coaster. <laughs> this so is it takes actual... a photo every day. That's that's the CCTV. Yeah. The... <laughs> it's just you with a briefcase and your lunch on the photo after <laughs> one of your hands in the air, the other one holding up your briefcase. Uh, what's the job? What's the job? Any job? Because over in Japan, they're making. Uh, they could be making. Um, an elevated train system that basically is a roller coaster. And it's Japan, so that they on. will. There's no Japan. Japan needs to take it easy. Can we just agree with that now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Japan, take it easy. That's why with that like Tupac robots, you could fuck and everything. Yeah, calm with, down, Japan. With just, that, just be happy with what you have for like a minute. That Tupac hologram. <laughs> When's it going to be? Enough? Yeah, Japan. thing that happened when they made Tupac play. I was like, this is some Japanese shit we're doing over here now. This oh, is really they've been Japanese. doing that. They had John Lennon in '85 hologram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, what the fuck are you talking about? Talking Do you get about in yourself? A train that is just, it's just, it, the train itself doesn't have to have any propulsion on it because it's all just gravity. And they estimate that if they elevate it about 10 meters, they can get it to go about 400 meters. So as long as it has humps with some sort of... Uh, so it works ch- the ch- same ch- way a roller coaster does, where there's no engine on board. It just winches it to the top of the hill and then just lets it go. And then in a, you gotta off. jump out. This is my this is my stuff. Oh my god! I just remembered the funniest joke I've ever written last night. I go, you guys. Everybody thinks it's everybody calls me really racist when I when I say that black people are good dancers. What do you got? Do you guys think that this is racist? A brick of people, a number one, a dancer. Is that racist? That's not a racist thing. Uh, I forgot I wrote that last night. Not such a bad weekend after all. <laughs> cancels out the breakup. Yeah, it cancels out the awful weekend I had. Oh, 
<laughs> I've had that where like, oh, I got a good joke out of it. Yeah, exactly. I guess I will go through that uh, year and a half of turmoil again. <laughs> yeah. The ten minutes that came out uh, of it. I just, yeah, oh, that's another thought I had. Like when mid break, I was like, I was really funny last time I got broken up with. I'd probably just get refunny again. <laughs> Looking yeah, for a rebirth. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get conan out of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some good jokes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It just made me think of that. Uh, racism <laughs> makes me think of my own comedy. <laughs> no, no, no. By all means, we used to have a whole segment of Brooks's racist accent. Yeah, corner, it's pretty funny. Kind of went away. I don't know what yeah. happened. To My that. friend who listened to the last time I was on, he's like, "Yeah, it was pretty funny." Everybody kind of pulled back when you started getting racist, though, because I was doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Well, you're going for it. Look yeah. at that." Oh uh, man, what um, did happen to that? Anyway, so yeah, the Japanese. It's, it's not racist to say, "Calm down, Japanese people." No, no, that's, no, no. they that's need true. to calm. They're just. Uh, it seems like it's all born of unhappiness. It's partly that. Why do you keep needing? There actually is a reason. In this particular mm. case, it, it could be uh, to help rebuild infrastructure in places that were hurt by the tsunami. No, I meant like so. like like fuck robots. <laughs> like that comes <laughs> that out of unhappy. Have you seen Jiro Dreams of Sushi? It's on like the top of Netflix. It's what just, is it? It's just this uh, the no, the best. We talked about it with TJ, TJ for a while. It a lot, yeah. It's the it's like the greatest sushi restaurant in the world. It's real small. It only sells uh. sushi, and it's five hundred dollars, and it's fifteen minutes. That's it. You eat and you get the fuck out. And like he like massages the eel for like an hour, and like fans. It just does insane preparation, and you have to study underneath him for ten years before he's just like, to eat there. Yeah, just to eat there. No, before he'll like call. Before he'll like be like, all right, you're this, and then once this guy Jiro says you're this, you could basically work sushi anywhere else in the world. And I watched it. Uh, number one, a sushi chef. Yeah. Oh. I, I well, watched. See, you yeah. do it with hate in your heart. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why it doesn't come out it shows, right. It shows, I just, that's why it sounds it terrible. When I was watching, yeah, and also <laughs> even though this is just audio and no video, you still did the eyes. <laughs> you look, yeah. oh, you're doing the eyes. But didn't it sell it? Didn't it sell it, you guys? I just wanted one Where'd Applebee's it? manager to watch that and be like, exactly. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted one Applebee's manager to be that guy. Uh, and just yeah. still like, I fucked up, man. <laughs> I screwed this up real bad. How, what would you, what would you eat guy? for $500? What would, what would you pay $500 to eat? Is there any oh, food that's man. $500 worth of You know cook? what? Like if, I had, like if I was in, if I were in Tokyo and I had the money, I'd go for that. I'd be just like it's one of those things where you go. I'll so try it once. Every circumstance it's not going to be every week for you to enjoy it. You'd it's enjoy not going to be like every week, but you, like it's one of those things. Well, shit, I've spent money that amount of money on dumber things. I've spent that amount of money on booking a flight too late. Well, that's a good like, point. Yeah. A, that's not a fifteen-minute dinner of f- yeah. But if it is, if it is like the fish. greatest example of a type of food in the world, so then you just go, okay, I've tried it, and and then you either go, I tried it, and it was. It was everything I ever hoped, or I tried it and it was bad. I don't know. I mean, everybody say it's the greatest sushi in the world. Everybody the, leaves and they're like, yeah, it was worth it. How does it compare? It to is like, worth it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, is it, I mean, like the loving, one. It's loving. There's, Very rewarding. <laughs> there's I'm like glad a, I took a, a roller coaster here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I my Matt, favorite Matt. Matt, what were you saying? A roller coaster. Oh, I can't remember now. Matt, the racism cut off Matt. <laughs> That, that, that moment's long gone, <laughs> as is our dignity and, <laughs> and, our, and our agelessness. My favorite thing we did was the time you guys cut me I, I Just do it. We'll just do it again, because a lot of people haven't heard that. Cut me off right before I get racist. <laughs> it's real fun. Uh, I'll tell you this much. I was down in South Africa, and they were saying, you know, look out for, like, the, the monkeys will steal from you, like, the real little monkeys. But I'll tell you the real thing you got to be okay. right. Oh, yeah, So here's a story. Uh, <laughs> I love doing that. Uh, here is a story, actually, and and uh, I don't know, like if we if we had this parasite, uh, maybe we would have let Brooks K 
carry on. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a toxoplasma parasite. Well, I wish you would because I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes that makes mice fearless. Didn't we cover this? We covered. We covered a type of. We covered a version of this story. We covered like there was a there was a suspicion that fearlessness might be caused by a type of parasite. They've now they've done more investigations. Thing Toxoplasma gondii spends part of its life in a cat's gut, um, and then spreads to mice via cat droppings. It invades their brains and causes them to behave fearlessly towards cats, which makes them more likely to be eaten by the cats. So they end up going back into the cycle. Wow! Wow! So the mice just go up to the cat and they go, "What?" Yeah. What? What? You know the boss of me. Oh, okay. I'm inside you now. Because then that's going to. But wouldn't that make a cat fearless? I don't know. It's enough of these fearless mice. Like, I'm lazy, and these ones are coming right up to me. Yeah. So I'm going to eat these, and then you got a fearless cat on your hands. Now you got a cat that you wake up and it's got a knife. And then, yeah, what's going to happen? That's the circle of fear. What starts eating these? It's a dangerous contagion. Yeah. You saw it. And that's how MMA started. (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. One guy was Tito eating. Ortiz ate one, one cat. One homeless guy was just <laughs> eating cats. Yeah. Uh, well, so what did we learn there? This is that mice yeah. are stupid. Uh, well, we learned that um, it it can sp- use other animals. Clearly, as Jerry had this disease. He was <laughs> not scared at all of Tom. No, I did. Yeah. I did read this article actually, Matt, when you sent it, and it said the parasite can also use other animals as a host, and it can spread to humans via infected, uncooked meat as well as cat droppings. Yeah, so cook what your am cat I supposed droppings. to eat? <laughs> what am I supposed to eat, you guys? It, with this it does news? also tell them that that's why pregnant women are told to avoid cat litter boxes. So if any if any of our listeners are pregnant, uh, stop shit elsewhere. using the litter box. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Sometimes you know the weight of the fetus can press on everything and make it. You could be in a hurry, but just go. go don't use the litter box. Pregnant ladies, I'm telling you from experience. Just open the shower door. It's so much faster. Um, but it could. It, they here, here we go. The new stu- the new study from the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm has discovered that the parasite's mind-bending abilities could be a side effect of the way it hijacks the immune system. Um, invaders like Toxoplasma normally get engulfed by the white blood cells, uh, by a type of white blood cell called dendril cells, um, which is a process that lets other immune ce- cells learn to recognize them. But in Toxoplasma, it hijacks them, it lives and multiplies inside the cells, and makes them hypermobile, which means they crawl more actively through the tissue of the b- body, migrating faster around than usual. So these DCs, these... Uh, these dendritic cells are basically the vehicles that transport the parasites around the body. I stopped listening a while. Yeah, I'm not listening to you right now at all. <laughs> they hijack things, speed things up. I, I heard this is a PR campaign that mice have put together because they're sick of their public <laughs> image about being cowardly animals. Okay. Yeah. But now chickens are going to hire the same firm. <laughs> like, We're sick of being the term people use for when you're afraid of stuff. I the like super it, yeah. strength chickens and out there. And then the color yellow gets in on the <laughs> game. The color yellow wants yeah, a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, they're turning around their brand. That's all they're doing. And Marty McFly from the Michael wants J. No part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both went to the same place. We did. We right. Did. Uh, all right. I got. I got the next one. And this one is. Uh, it takes place in Texas, so we can do fun accents. Um, <laughs> it's just all it is too. This morning, I did this just because I want to do the accent. Uh, a meteor <laughs> the size of a basketball entered the atmosphere, and it uh, created this huge orange glow that um, uh, that a lot of people saw and reported and they said it says that uh, most meteors are the size of small pebbles uh, a meteor the size of a softball can produce light equivalent to a full mu- moon for a short instant however this was the size of a basketball so the light it emitted was probably around three to four times brighter than moonlight so you're just like out there and then you wow. see a meteor so we sh- should we be trying to use that as a light source now like rather than 
old tungsten bulbs. bulbs. Yeah, 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 like yeah. for energy, just rely just, on a meteorite coming up. Throw up some basketballs. Right, hold on, Kyle. You are working what? at the Na- you're working at NASA, and you get a call. <clears throat> yeah, I saw something in the sky that was like a moon, <laughs> but like not for like a moon moon. It was like brighter than the moon. I'd say how many times? Is the three to four times. Three to four brighter. times brighter than the moon. If if I could guess at it, <laughs> I pray tell. I'm not positive. <laughs> now I'm not one of your fancy scientists. I do have the number for NASA though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm used to most meteorites. Aren't they the size of small pebbles and occasionally a softball size? This clearly was a basketball size meteor. I mean, it had to be what would be in three to four times brighter than regular moonlight. I mean, I just, I, again, I'm just figuring. No. Me and my simple mind just down here. <laughs> Kyle. Character I picture in a white suit. It's more Louisiana Bayou. Uh, no, 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 he's no, patting I, at his I forehead do, do with, with a rag yeah, I do because believe. of his sweat. Then, then you go in and you I saw, barely even saw through the cuts who hang off the trees. That's a whole other problem we need to discuss right now. <laughs> I gotta get back in there and do some more lawyering. I mean, I'll be right back here. Holy crawfish bubbling over. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna notice till that moonlight something came through. The brighter than the moon. I was going by moonlight. I was like, them crawfish doing just fine. And I'm gonna brighten up. Oh, look at that bubbling over that crawl down. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that three to four times brighter made me realize that a little bit too much of bubbling going on. Sir, sir, we're here at NASA. Appreciate your call. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, we went from crawl dance to the, uh, the, the, the general uh, call layperson's knowledge of the moonlight strength. And, uh, it's well, just fun to talk like that. Uh, it's that's so you're right. It's really so. That's why I did it. Did uh, it hit? Did it touch down? How often? How no, often do meteors? I think they burn up in the atmosphere. The I think it was passing by. But that's what. How often do meteors, even pebble, like anything, make it to touch down on the Earth? Not very often. I, I'll look this up. Think. Also, and, and, and then you wouldn't call it a meteor. You'd call it a meteorite at that point. I think so. It would change names in its journey. Also, so, they they said that they got. What? NASA got 30 reported sightings. So you know by like the 28th, the phone call would be like, yeah, is this NASA? And they're like, did you see the moon thing? Uh, you saw probably. We've gotten a lot of your calls. Do you think like NASA, like yeah. the way the fire department gets calls from like the same crazy lady reporting on <laughs> things like NASA has? Like, like I'd it's call her. It. Like, yeah, it's, it's the moon. It is the moon. And I'm sure <laughs> you guys keep negating my story, but I'm telling you, my neighbors are aliens. <laughs> Sir, how did you get this number? We can't just change it. A lot of people yeah, need do, to have this we number stop already. Publishing this number. Why do we have this? Why did we make it one eight hundred call NASA? Yeah. Why don't we let just, it go to the machine? Ever? Just the commercial. You we worried have, about your neighbors? Call them. We already have budget problems. We have one guy that just handles handles phone yeah. calls. Yeah. Um, hey, well, you, you might need not need NASA anymore according to this story. That looks like oh. uh, private companies. Uh, there's already there's for, for a while now. There's been private companies sending people up into space, mm-hmm. but. Um, the first uh, company, uh, company called Golden Spike, uh, has announced that they're going to get someone on the moon by 2020. Oh, I read this. Which is uh, which is huge because there hasn't been someone on the moon for weeks now, <laughs> and uh, there hasn't been someone on 2020 since Hugh Downs retired, and that's been a long time. No? Here's a question. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a here's a real uh, this is uh, this is like a hypothetical. I just think some Macy Gray. To, uh, yeah, just okay. Macy Gray. <laughs> okay, here you go. Each of you guys, you're given the option of going to Europe and living in Europe with a place to stay, given two thousand dollars a month for one year. You get, you get to go to Europe, live there, two thousand dollars a month, do whatever you want, one year, or you get thirty seconds of. Being on the moon, walking around on the moon. Thirty seconds on the moon. Definitely. Yeah, yeah the moon. 
Andy? Or 2000 a month for a year of Europe. You could go to Europe with your book you wrote about being on the moon. <laughs> you make yeah. 24 grand off that moon book. 30 seconds. Do whatever I want in those 30 seconds? Yeah. Which for you is going to pee with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> is there a shower on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll say moon. Yeah, it's a moon. It's a no. It's a no-brainer. It's moon. What uh, I mean, what do they? What do they give you with this trip, though? I mean, well, you, you, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think they've sorted out the uh, the details yet. But do you want to take a guess at how much it might cost to for you to be get up to the moon as a private citizen? Ten million dollars. Wasn't already wait, like wait. a million bucks. Keep, keep I know. Going. I know that a sushi dinner is going to so, cost me like five hundred. That's for fifteen minutes. The best and, and sushi dinner. This is just a space ride. Okay. Think yeah. about how many it's fifteen not, minutes it takes to get. There's to the moon, no Yelp though. reviews in on this space ride. That's true. I want to check out Yelp. And it's the first one. So you know it's going to be janky. Shit's going to break. Is there yeah, a Japanese yeah. guy helming the ship or not? Uh, <laughs> all right. It doesn't say, but so I'm going to say yes. I thought okay. it was a million bucks when Branson was trying to do that it. That was a million bucks to go into space. It, no, it's yeah. 200. Uh, those 200, are the things were nowhere near, nowhere near the moon. We're talking. Yeah. Those are the things were like low, low or low altitude orbit kind of situation. And if you think also, they've been. They they still constantly send people up into space to the space station or or high orbit, but right. but we even haven't those had orbits to... aren't the moon is twenty five Earths away from Earth. That's how far away the moon is. It's pretty yeah. far away. How we, long does it take to get there? Like three days, I think, when they did it in the sixties. Yeah, and I don't imagine they'll be going roughly the same speed. Right. I don't think they'll be going any quicker. The connecting flight. Uh, well, yeah, you got to stop over in so Denver. It's, it's a, a layover. There's always a layover in Denver. Uh, <laughs> all right, how much is it? Just fucking. Uh, trip to the it moon. looks like it's going to be about seven hundred and fifty million. No, hmm. seven hundred and fifty million. They reckon dollars? it'll be about one point four billion per flight, which they say will end up working out at seven hundred and fifty million per person. I don't know how that works out. Because that works less out because it's eight that's, years away and it's never going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why. That seems to be like one point nine people that they're working out per rocket but uh i don't know how that exactly happens but um but yeah they were this the, this thing's estimating it'll cost the private citizen who goes on the craft uh three quarters of a billion yeah. shouldn't that be all your money yeah if you're no, a human being that should be all yeah, of it, it should you be shouldn't a- have money left over no like, what i'm gonna do well, a- i'm gonna fly to the moon and i'm gonna die there for me to get that money, I would have to pull every person I've ever even made eye contact with my whole life, throwing all our money into a, a, a big pool, and then one Go of us gets to pick Vegas. who goes to. Oh, no, even then you wouldn't. You know tell. what? I'm not even close. I don't know why <laughs> I'm talking. That's my Macy Gray moment of this <laughs> podcast. You might be up to about three or four million by that point. I know some pretty, pretty rich <laughs> characters. Okay. I know somebody who owns the Pepsi factory in Dubuque, Iowa. Well, I don't know. I just know that she lives in the town. That I. <laughs> She's got moon money. There's moon money in that well, Pepsi who, plant. I'm trying to think who in the world of entertainment is rich enough to actually do that. Yeah. Like, J- J.K. Uh, Rowling. McCartney is, is a billionaire. Just a, Yeah, McCartney but would just bil- about be able to. I think like Seinfeld would just would be able to. But she, that would still be all That would be nearly money. all of his money, yeah. Yeah. That'd be and a you lot just of have like two hundred fifty million left over. Pfft, what are you doing, that? I don't even Jeff know. Jeff Dunham could, well probably, could probably go, out. but he couldn't afford to bring all the puppets. Like they probably have some <laughs> charge. But um, he could probably go. You know what? You think the he, puppets, probably... he would still insist on spacesuits for the puppets. <laughs> yeah, that's how close he is. They're people too. 
Well, listen, you're costing yourself an extra $1.5 billion to bring along the puppets. And Ahmed's already dead. You've said that yeah. in the act. Why does he do this? He's doing the thing that all ventriloquists have to do as well. Like, I want to get out of the back. You can't get out of the back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get out. We're not in orbit yet. Keep quiet. I don't want to pay for another ticket. <laughs> so are you this a- is the guy who can afford this. Yeah. This is the guy who can afford to go to the moon. The guy talking to himself for a living yeah, it's, can it's, afford it's, to go to the moon. But down here on Earth, there's scientists trying Trying to cure diseases. It's Bill Gates sharing a spaceship with Jeff Dunham, having to put up with this idiot. What if you did get on, like, you're like, I spent a quarter of a billion dollars. I mean, three quarters of a billion dollars. Really excited. Is that Jeff? Am I going with Jeff Dunham? Like, <laughs> uh, what is this going to be? And then it uh, just real. Yeah, he's probably a fun guy. We should get him on the you podcast. I've never met the guy. He's apparently very nice, and we share a manager. He's subsidizing my career. <laughs> as, as someone who definitely isn't making the money for the management company that he is. Yeah, yeah. Thank so we should be nice to him podcast, because if Jeff. he says to them, drop Matt Kirshen, they will drop Matt Kirshen. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. And, you know, I've got some pretty good jokes. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <I think. laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure. confident with my status over there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, the tens right. of millions that he pulls into the company every year. <laughs> should Nothing. I do the last thing? Oh, I think, well, I, is it more interesting than Nazca Lines? It probably is. Well, I thought is. we were going to do the history thing. Oh, yeah, if you got a good history segment, sure. Mm, I don't really want to throw myself into this. This is a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> do, we, do we have time for another? Oh. Well, there were a couple things I was interested in, um, including the one about seeing redder than red. Did, they, did, you, did you guys see that story? This is Yeah, mm, this yeah. is a, a protein that they've discovered. Or it's not a, a protein jam album. Uh, no guys it goes 10 uh versus vitology no No code Uh, i really like pearl jam Uh, yield damn it that's all i know is that right was it that was the next one uh i don't i think so after that where did i I lost this red story one second i've got it right here uh there's a song called red mosquito by them so maybe that's what we're talking about yeah so that's probably what inspired this research yeah probably but what happens is like color color vision in pretty much all animals uh, relies on these specialized chemicals called chromophores, which sit inside these proteins and they absorb wavelengths of different uh, different wavelengths of light. So specific protein structures, uh, we believe, determine the absorption spectrum. So the, depending on the spe- the proteins in there depends on what we absorb. Uh, there we go. You can keep telling the story. Uh, so, <laughs> it just jams more. <laughs> so uh, so what they've discovered, to, to understand the chemistry better, these guys at Michigan State University uh, in East Lansing, they engineered a series of mutations which alternate, altered the structure of human chromophore-containing proteins. Yeah, mutations. So uh, they created these 11 different that artificial like real, proteins. This is like a radium segment. Oh, man. And they... Uh, they use spectrophotometry, which is a technology that compares the intensity of light going in and out of the sample. I do spectrophotometry. Which I do spectrophotometry. Dude, I'm not even kidding. Spectrophotometry. This is actually this is actually your field, isn't it? This is what Brooks does in his life. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm going to pull up the document I'm working on at work. It's I will use a spectrophotometer. So what they discovered is these chromophores within one particular protein could absorb red light with a wavelength of 644 nan- nanometers, which is almost infrared light. Like that's how. Like humans normally can't see that, so they reckon if they add these proteins to humans, we can see more. Well, they're basically turning us into superheroes. Yeah, that's awesome. And it wouldn't actually make everything you see look more red, is what it sounds like. But it would just you would have. Well, we'd see more of the red frequencies that are in. So it would make things look a bit more red because we see more of the red that's around. Well, no, what what it it said in the article was that. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, if it gets to proper infrared, then we can suddenly 
we'll be able to see who is and, is, who is and isn't a Terminator. Finally. Oh. It'll be like we're writing that they live sunglasses all the time. We yeah. wouldn't have to get, <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper wouldn't have to fight us to get us to put on the glasses. <laughs> like I use the, uh, I got it right here, spectrophotometer is what I called OTS. That's uh, what we call it in the lab. Uh, but we too- Only I, the strong? Uh, yeah, we do uh, interocular lenses. So we look at at zero time, we do like, you know, light going through this lens and then we, you know, uh, incubate it for like five years and then you look uh, to see if there's degradation five years later. So because it'd be shitty if you got a new lens put in your eye and then you slowly just go back to being uh, cloudy vision. Oh, I didn't know that's what you did. I think we never actually got into it. It was just lasers into eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually know that that was the oh, specific. Oh, you're, you're right, though, Andy. I'm reading this this article. I don't quite understand how this works. It says if these proteins were present in the eye, you would well, be able to see red light so. that's invisible to you now. But since objects reflect a mixture of light, the world wouldn't necessarily appear more red. Something that looked white before would now look green with your new super red vision. Right, right. And that's this actually got me to, to look up uh, tetrochrome uh, people who have four. We have most of us have have re- receptors that recognize light at three different wavelengths which are roughly red, green, and blue. So we have different uh, dedicated cells that have those frequency ranges. But some people, and I think it has to do with, it can only happen in women because it has to do with um, the X chromosome. Yeah. Typical, uh, right? Right. I, I was, was going to go. Like, we got to get Kyle involved. Kyle, favorite thing you've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> I was going to say, well, like speaking of science, what if like you had gravy, right? But you put cheese in the gravy. Oh, that's my, I got my new favorite uh, scientist, Kyle Kinane. Cheese, cheese gravy guy. Che- cheesy gravy. Cheesy gravy. Cheesy gravy. So, so, you can look at that with your regular I, eyes. I just ate that was a, your first nickname when you were on the road, wasn't it? That gravy. was, like, oh, that was how you used gravy. to be introduced. Man, I <laughs> ate a, a cheesy gravy. I would go up with a tambourine. When you played all the South Clubs. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> I ate at this uh, grilled cheese restaurant. Their slogan isn't, uh, take it cheesy. Mm. When you leave? Uh, Come on, that's funny on the sign you go out. Cheesy like Sunday morning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the place on Sunset? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was like, that's where I was like, all right, calm down. That's very, yeah, I was like, all right, we're really doing it up here, Echo Park, aren't we? (laughs) This is a little much. Yeah, I ate there yesterday, two days ago. No, yesterday. Was Um, it good? It was delightful. Enough to have a a a store? It led to me getting broken up with, so I probably won't go back. Uh, it just seems like lazy restauranting, dude. It's let's take the easiest thing on the menu. Guess how much? Make that the least expensive just, grilled cheese is eleven dollars. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's go like fuck yourself. Right it's a now. restaurant that's basically student food. Like they, they it, it like is. It's, on their menu. There's like, we'll order you pizza. Yeah, that place <laughs> should be called Children's Menu. <laughs> yeah, it, it's there's any like, corn dogs fourteen dollars. <laughs> it's organic. Uh, the, the the beef is organic. Yeah, I just have chicken fingers. Yeah, vegan. Um, Sorry, what happened with all the lights? And well, light stuff? if women have this certain uh, mutation, they might have four different ranges of photoreceptors, so they would be able to see colors we can't even conceive of. Still so not it's not as even cool words as for them. Not as cool as that. But uh, so two, 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 two things that look cheesy the same gravy color to great. you Can might they still see my different. dick? That's all I'm concerned about, right? <laughs> high oh, five. There it high is. Five? Kyle's high five at everybody. <laughs> well, it's straight. He's, in the, he's, a, he's across he's the yard. Call, he's at the neighbor's house. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he's waking a man up and he's high fiving him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Sabbath, for God's sake. Uh, okay, so that's. I don't really get that. 
topic. So it's the opposite of colorblindness. Men men are prone Ooh. to colorblindness because sometimes their receptors, like t- maybe the ones that are for red and green or whichever two are closer, might be so close mm-hmm. to each other that they can't even distinguish between two colors. Women can have the opposite and have distinguish super between color. a larger spectrum. Yeah, distinguish between two things that look They're identical to be you. They're going to changing their outfits they even more often right. now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't match. What are you talking about? You're wearing all gray. But it's very this one few. Is red or gray? <laughs> like there might have only been two women that have that have been found to have this ever, or they've studied. Um, one of them was both. This- was the whoever the scientist was was is the two girls he's trying to sleep with. Like you got this special? <laughs> yeah, you, no you other woman has. Come totally over and look into my spectral opt- optimator, spectral photometer, <laughs> OTS. If you're in Brooks's lab. Uh, you guys they've can only just... found two people because nobody else cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be able to can... see four more colors than everybody else. You want to come in for a study? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't really want to come in there. All right, what were you saying, Andy? If you want to, I don't know, people can just Google tetrachromacy if you're actually interested. Yeah, in you got it. And how it. is that spelled? Tetra? <laughs> oh, it's don't nobody look, cares. Don't look at I don't want to do it. I don't even want to play that What's, your, what's right, your history? Here's Google, the final Google, Google will correct it as uh, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't care. Right. Did you mean... <laughs> you, how bored are you right Did now? you mean to shut down your computer and <laughs> do something productive <laughs> yeah. with your life? That's did, what you meant. Did you mean to type that? Did you mean you're going to look at porn in five minutes? You just delaying the Out of guilt, you're trying to educate yourself? <laughs> Between uh, sessions. Yeah. Okay. Here's our. We haven't done this in, in a year, pretty much. A historical yeah. science into it. Uh, and it's basically just something I heard on a podcast this week. I like uh, stuff you missed in history class. It's a good podcast. Uh, Should we just play a segment from their yeah, podcast? Yeah. Today, pretty <laughs> much. Tape. Here is the dumb version of what they were talking about. Okay. Anyway, it's just about this island called Pitcairn. Uh, our pit carn pit carn it has a population of 54 people and they're all basically direct descendants from this uh, bounty ship uh, these the HMS bounty yeah the, how the many, famous mutiny how yeah. many fingers do they have then there yeah. that sounds like there's a lot of no exactly also just backing up for one second this was discussed on this other podcast recently well, it was not. Nah, is mean, that really a, what we want to be doing? Are with people them? already going to listen to that one right now? <laughs> no, they just they uh, just. It's no, got to be more articulate than this. Yeah. <laughs> they just they cite they just said that on Pitcairn, like they did the thing about the bounty, the full mutiny. I'm just doing oh, okay. on Pitcairn. Okay, uh, that um, there they still speak. They speak to this day. It's like a mixture between Tahitian and uh, 19th century English. Which is cool. To so, do they still greet people with like "Ahoy there"? And I'm sure, yeah. man. Probably, and they're all they're all like all these people come from the four main families uh, of the mutineers: Christian, Warren, Young, and Brown. Uh, it's the least populous jurisdiction in the world. The United Nations Committee on Decolonization includes the Pitcairn Islands on the United Nations list of non-self-governing territories. Listen, this is not a great thing that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think I think Brooks gets a pass today. I think that's a fair thing when you I, to have to do a podcast mere hours after the, the dissolution of a relationship that's dissolution. Look at that. Look at that. that. It sounds Science. scientific. <laughs> Science. There's just something similar to that with Bikini Island, how they're trying like the people that lived there originally were promised all the stuff when the Americans came there to test all their nukes. Really? And they're trying to get it back because for a while they said it was safe to be there, so they all went back. Like, oh, we're not so much. But it's all just relics, like World War II relics on this island. Well, I mean, maybe if they took themselves a little more seriously and didn't just wear bikinis all the time. (laughs) Again, I'm just looking at your boobs. (laughs) I gave you my most formal bikini. I'm meeting the United Nations. (laughs) 
Wait, what? Uh, yeah. 54 people. They're all... What's the breakup? Coming uh, from... Oh, is it, is it equally divided between men and women? Do you know that? I don't know. I listen. I went to Wikipedia, Pitcairn, when I got over here. And then you guys were like, we should do a historical science topic again. I go, uh, I got something. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, 67 inhabitants currently, the four main families. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about the how, how the genetics haven't... So that's 67. You heard the thing the other day that said 54. They're not doing well. <laughs> No, that was the population estimate in 2010. There's no okay. estimate. You can count them. That's exactly right. If there's that many right. people, yeah, you yeah. can just count them. Oh, man. Line up. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that, no that, estimate. Then Nielsen ratings are just like, okay, who watched, <laughs> who watched you SNL just, yesterday? You just know exactly what one, one person has the Nielsen box, and you're like, listen, he just <laughs> he likes just, TLC. Shit, wait. <laughs> Daryl was at the store. We got to recount. No, just add Daryl. Uh, <laughs> Well, it, says, it says in 1799 of the mutineers from the bounty, the bounty and uh, their Tahitian companions, um, six men, 11 women, and a baby, which it, was, that was a sequel that... You know those Tahitian did. companions weren't willing initially. <laughs> yeah, <that> was, <laughs> they're, not. they're buddies, yeah. I, remember, I, read, um, I once read Errol Flynn's autobiography, which, by the way, is a, an amazing read. Uh, like he was, but he was just a wrong human being. Like there was a, there was a period, yeah, where he was a teenager. Error Flynn. Errol, er, <sighs> yeah, right. All right. He on. was a uh, Macy Gray. Macy Gray. <laughs> he mom. was on a. He basically had a period of time where he was just traveling. I think it was some some sort of like as an explorer or some kind of boat thing. And there's just this whole chapter where he is, he is living in the jungle with a. 12 it, 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 there's chapters like she was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life I had to have her <laughs> it was just uh, like was... Errol Flynn uh, not a good people. dude um, people yeah. used to be a lot more rapey back in the day I think guys in I general. think it was more socially acceptable yeah, when you thing. look at it or even the movies it's like no you just grab a gal you literally <laughs> grab her you ain't going anywhere <laughs> oh it worked <laughs> you strong armed me into it I like being told what to do <laughs> or the Key and Peele sketch just nailed it but I've always thought about that it, Baby It's Cold Outside song about how very rapey that song is. Let's just play that sketch as well. Let's yeah, play that right. sketch. <laughs> the podcast. Everybody, thanks for listening to yeah. other podcasts and ideas. <laughs> uh, all right, that's Does anyone else got it. any uh, funny comedy sketches that we can put yeah. on there? Oh, my God. There's this dead parrot thing I want to tell you guys about. Oh. <laughs> Let's just put Bring the Pain in its entirety for next week's episode. I'd like that. Uh, all right, Kyle, do you have any... Okay, watch Whiskey Icarus. That's what I'm stressing. Yes. Uh, or do you have any cool shows? Coming up, are you on? Where are you going uh, in this? Uh, yeah, Conan on December nineteenth. Oh, there we Excellent. go. Get. Yeah. I wanna. I. Gotta, I'm interested in how you have to cut down to a five minute set. What do you do? Do you do one joke? I you have long jokes. Don't have it ready. I'm a bit panicked right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ten I days. Got, yeah. I don't have it because you got a fucking. You do long your storytelling jokes. Yeah, yeah. Just well, I just stretch out stuff for yeah time. no which makes <laughs> which makes sense but now i want to see what you do on coding so do i <laughs> <laughs> i'm interested uh all right that's great december uh, 19th conan o'brien excellent i don't i don't have anything to plug because i'm back in the uk over the holidays and i'm doing very few shows there apart from like christmas shows in nottingham and if anyone's in lanzarote i'm doing some shows there people in lanzarote who are listeners to property science go and see me on the 18th i think it is uh, but as uh, what about yourself? You got shows coming up, Andy Brooks? Uh, I just want to plug the show I'm working on because this week we have Will Ferrell on. So Wednesday at 10:30 on E, watch Love You Mean It. So go go see that. Um, That's great. And as always, we we always tell people if you've enjoyed the show, please tell other people. Subscribe to the the full podcast, and you'll get all the episodes that come out. And 
write us nice reviews and rate us. And if you do, that helps bump us up and it takes a second or two just to click on the rating thing on iTunes. So please do that. Please, any corrections, comments, uh, clarifications, topics you want us to cover, email probablyscience at gmail.com or tweet us at probablyscience or follow us at probablyscience.com. And... Probably science and everything. Well, like, we're the only probably yeah. science. You just find us. Science, you're find <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, you guys! Uh, Thank you for making it a great first year. Fifty episodes in the can. Fifty episodes. Done. Thank 50 you again, Kalkanane. Congratulations, yes, thank you, guys. Oh Thanks yeah, we've really, we've really outdone ourselves. <laughs>